Hey waiters, it's your favorite podcast host Z. Thanks for joining me again for another episode of While We're Waiting, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving, as much as I did. Now that the turkey and dressing is out of the way, it's time to get back in these streets. I'm not talking about for exercise purposes though. I'm referring to the dating streets. I could not think of a better person to talk about her dating adventures than attorney, podcaster, YouTuber, and comedian, Kyla Coleman. In today's episode entitled, The Art of Dating Online Edition, my soul sister lets us know why it's important to have boundaries and standards prior to clicking away. Also, why swiping left or right is necessary to find your perfect match. Waiters, I hope that this discussion not only makes you laugh, but keeps you encouraged if you're considering meeting people through the latest dating platforms. Please make sure you're safe and stay vigilant though. I do not want to see you end up on the show catfish. Enjoy my phenomenal guest and in my opinion, online dating expert, Attorney Coleman in the Art of Dating Online Edition. Hello, waiters. It's your favorite podcast host, Z Moria, and I am super excited as always. I have attorney Kyla Coleman with me. How are you today? Say hello Hi. to our waiters. Hi there. Hi, waiters. I'm doing really well today. Thank you for asking. Thank you for being here. And right before I pressed the record button, I was just sharing how excited I am, waiters, to have her. She is hilarious. And I feel so honored that she is my Facebook friend because we're going to be talking about one of the things all of us ladies and gentlemen love talking about, which are relationships. And yes, they're great to have platonically, but I think we all would say that we want to have a love life. And I feel like our, our friend, Miss Kyla, is perfect to talk about that. So before we begin, is there anything else that you want the waiters to know about yourself? Um, Like you said, I'm hilarious. I actually crack myself up. So the Facebook statuses and things that I share, it's stuff that I'm really thinking about in real time. I just need a place to share it with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, That I'm an attorney. Um, I've been practicing law for about almost nine years now. And just that, you know, I'm just trying to make my way through life like everybody else, learning, making mistakes, having fun, all of that good stuff. So in case your waiters don't know much about me, it's just a little glimpse into who I am. Perfect. Perfect. So, yes, you are an attorney. You are an entrepreneur. You are a YouTuber slash podcaster. You wear many hats. So how do you balance all of that in terms of being a professional woman while trying to date? I'm actually still learning that. Um, I think that in some aspects, work can out, you know, balance everything. Or sometimes it's like my personal life. I just need a moment to myself. So the work and the love life go on the back burner. I just honestly believe in attending to whatever needs to be tended to first. So whatever my heart is telling me, whatever my gut is telling me, that's what I go with. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the dating world, it's been a little difficult sometimes to when you are an attorney and they find out you are an attorney to get them to get you out of whatever box they think an attorney is. Mm. Um, because I am s- silly. I-, I mean, I'm sure people don't look at Morgan and Morgan and think, Oh, they, they're humorous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So when they see somebody that's well-rounded, somebody that is competitive and likes to play sports on top of being brilliant, they're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, what do I do with this person? She's a lawyer. How do I interact? Just be normal. Right. 
Right. That's good. And I mean, yes, when you say attorney, it intimidates me because I do have a lawyer friend and it's funny because she's actually going to have her wedding at the end of this month. She got married last year through the justice of the peace, but she's doing the official ceremony this year. And it is weird to know, like, I think she could tell when I'm not completely 100% honest. Oh, yeah. So have you found in your encounters with guys that they can already pick that up? Or do you feel like there's some type of intimidation factor? I have been told uh, recently by two people that I was intimidating. Hmm. And I asked, I'm like, wait a minute now, you know me. Um, mm-hmm. We've been talking for a minute now because I I believe in dating multiple people at a time. I do not go ah, one at a time. Sound like my um, mama. Listen. <laughs> So, and I'm like, wait a minute, you know me. Why am I intimidating? They're like, well, it's not you. It's the title. And I was like, well, what does my title and what I choose to do with my education have to do with what you got going on? Mm -hmm. Because I like to date people that, I won't say have titles, but I like to date people who, you know, are doing something educational-wise. I like dating doctors, nurses, Mm -hmm. um, you know, people who have kind of, has a high, have higher education. I'm not excluding anybody else. Um, I will date anybody that treats me, you know, correctly and has the same set of foundation, but right. Yeah. So I'm like, we're on the same educational level, believe it or not. So what's intimidating? They're like, it's just the title. So when you get past that, everything's good, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, it's a role that we play. Right. An attorney. I'm not your attorney. When I'm right. sitting across from you, I'm, unless you're paying me, we're just having a good time. That is so interesting. I decided that I was going to listen to Uncle Tony Gaskins. I don't know if you follow him. I don't follow him, but I know of him. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. And he gives some sound relationship advice. And to me, I mentioned my mom. She was on the previous season and we talked extensively about dating on one of those episodes. And she did mention the whole thing with dating multiple people. I still feel like for me, it's kind of intimidating. I guess that's the word of the day. But in terms of when you're meeting these guys, where do you go? Where where are these guys at? Because I'm having no success here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where are you located again? I'm in the city. I'm okay. in the capital. In the capital. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one, it's, it's a little tough dating there. You're in a good age range for it, though, um, because there are men that are pursuing higher education there. But just people who come who live there that are not in school, I feel like it's kind of hard to just find a single man, you know, after you get out of school in in Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually they're tied down, they got families already, or they're getting ready Mm -hmm. to move out of the city. But Mm -hmm. for me to answer your question, I do a lot of online dating. I enjoy Ah. that. Yeah, I enjoy that. It's been hilarious. Um, But I find that when I'm actively doing online dating, it actually opens me up. So I do meet people like if I'm in the store or just out and about. It's something about just being open that people can kind of tell and, you know, they gravitate towards you. Um, So I do a mix of online dating. And if I meet somebody that's in person that happens to be out and about at places I enjoy, I'm open to that as well. So, Kyla, let me tell you, when I was at my grandma's house after school and I finished all of my homework, I would watch Dateline, and this was pre-catfish okay. days. <laughs> I was not expecting pre-catfish that. days. I don't know why I gravitated whenever it was my turn because my sister and I had to alternate terms to watch television, and I would just watch it. And for whatever reason, it just freaked me out, and yeah. I just have not been able to get comfortable with dating. So. 
going back to Tony Gaskins, I brought him up because he mentioned intimidation. And then he's also said that online dating really shouldn't be something that we're doing. So I'm confused. Can you give us ladies who are interested that did not watch Dateline or Catfish what they can do in order to get comfortable with online dating? What are some things that we should put on the profile and we should probably shy away from? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just like you in that. I used to watch Dateline 2020, all of those things. I love Catfish. Um, I don't have cable, but I use my mom's cable app on my phone and I mm-hmm. download episodes of Catfish on there all the time. So I know what you mean, but watching those things actually kind of help you to, to learn what to do and what not to do, what to be cautious of. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to online dating, I am on uh, an, an app called Bumble, which I really, really I've like. heard of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Bumble actually empowers women. I'm also on hand but Bumble empowers women in that you you have to be the first person to reach out. Right. So um, if you're on there and you swipe right and both of you guys match, it is on you to reach out first. So mm-hmm. once you reach out, then he can respond back, you know, if he wants to respond back and y'all can converse. But it's just really empowering. And it was started by a young lady who was having issues dating. It was just like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. But it's higher quality candidates there. You can set your settings for what you like. So like mm-hmm. I was mentioning earlier, I typically like people who have some sort of education, whether it's some college, uh, high, uh, not higher, um, higher degrees, things of that nature. You can put that on your settings. Mm-hmm. You can also put whether you prefer to date people who have kids, who don't have kids or who don't want kids. Mm-hmm. You can okay. select um, what race you would like to date. So it's a part of um, setting those boundaries that I think are really good first steps towards safe online dating. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you can read through people's profiles. For me, um, what I don't do, like if, if I'm looking at a man's profile, if he only has pictures and has not put anything in his bio about who he is, what he stands for, mm-hmm. I just swipe left. I'm not going to deal with a person like that because you don't follow directions. <laughs> <laughs> Simple directions. And obviously there is some sort of Maybe it could be some narcissism there. Oh, 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 hot yeah, word. Narcissism there. And then on top of that, what are you hiding? Yeah. I've listed things in my profile so you can get to know me. You know, I talk a little bit about myself. Um, so why aren't you doing the same? So those are some boundaries that I have and rules that mm-hmm. I have. Another word. Yeah, <laughs> right. my favorite words. Yes. So the boundaries boundaries and you talked about narcissism and we're about to get into some red flags girl Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) and as far as what to put on your profile i i like to put a mix of good pictures there so Mm -hmm. um maybe one professional picture um Mm -hmm. meaning like you know me maybe in some courtroom attire if i have it if not just a professional picture then pictures of me just uh doing things that i love i have a picture of me hiking on there um i don't ever put my family members on there i don't think that they should see those people yet right um, but yeah i just kind of give well-rounded pictures of myself i don't with some pictures i'm glammed up and some pictures i have no makeup and i'm just looking how i normally look because this right. is what you don't get on a daily basis that's good so hopefully that helps some people um but it's an art to it to be honest with you i never even thought about Oh, okay. Just a natural picture. Yeah, that would probably surprise people. I won't look too natural, but just a no. But a lot of guys, when you look at the profiles, they're saying, you know, please, like we like natural women. We don't like a lot of makeup, which there's a no makeup makeup look. You know what I'm saying? Right. At the end of the day, it's whatever you feel comfortable in your own skin with. So if you like pictures with you in makeup, post those, post whatever you feel your most beautiful, confident pictures are. And That's whoever good. it is on the receiving end of those pictures, they either have to level up or they can move on, swipe left. 
<laughs> and speaking of swiping left, you mentioned that famous word in dating that has really become a hot topic prior to the pandemic, which is narcissism. Mm -hmm. So how what would you say would be some red flags that women should look out for, regardless of if they're online dating, meeting people in person? What would be your top five red flags to look out for when dating? OK, so let me back up for a second. When I mention narcissism, I have, you know, with my background in law, I come across people who actually have that personality disorder. Mm -hmm. So I don't want anybody to think that there's something wrong with being confident, that there's something wrong with setting boundaries and being confident in those boundaries and not allowing people to cross those. Right. When I say narcissism, I'm meaning that a person really does have some sort of mental health disorder where they are unable to empathize with others where the mm -hmm. world simply revol revolves around them and no one else. Mm -hmm. um, and where they're just not great people. Right. Um, so I'm not trying to use that term loosely at all. And I think right. you know, we all have aspects of being selfish, but it, it's really somebody who cannot empathize with other people. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said before, my red flags, are you talking about in dating in general or on the apps? Both. Okay. Whether um, so you meet somebody online or let's say you all begin to talk after y'all met at the grocery store or Lowe's seems to be the place to go. But just in general, <laughs> when you're dating, you've met Lowe's somebody you're getting to know what are some red flags? Yeah. So one, it, like the online thing I said before, if it's just a person that's just posting pictures of themselves and not actually typing commentary for you to get to know them, that's a red flag for me. Um, someone who doesn't ask questions, red flag mm -hmm. for me. Um, they just want you to kind of like just sit and talk about yourself. I'm not good at that. I need mm -hmm. prompts. I need somebody that's going to engage with me. Mm -hmm. People think that just because I'm a lawyer, I can sit and talk for hours. Nah, ask me some questions. I'm right. not trained to sit and talk about myself. I'm trained to advocate for other people, actually. Mm, um, that's good. Yeah. Um, another thing is I, I need to know who their friends are, whether it's mm -hmm. in person or when I'm talking to somebody online, who are you around? Do you have people that can hold you accountable? Do you have close friends? Do you have the capability to have close relationships? Right. Um, you know, things of that nature. I'm trying to think what else, because it really goes off of vibes for me a lot of times. Oh, the boundary thing is important. If I tell you I don't like something or, I, or I'm telling you that I need this and you're deciding yeah. that you're not going to give it. Oh, my. We're done. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. And also planning dates. I noticed Ooh, that for some speak on men, it. Yeah, I noticed that for some men, it's weird for them. It's rocket science, and I don't understand why. Me either. So I just went on a date a couple of days ago, and I was telling my mom, I was like, Mom, this man actually asked me when I was available. Mm -hmm. And then I told him, hey, you plan it. He planned it. I set reservations mm -hmm. for this time, this day. Um, Meet me here. And okay, like, okay. okay. He asked me what I liked and what I didn't like. I have an, a, a, a shellfish allergy, so he knew that. Okay, um, so he's good. able to find a restaurant that has a good menu. Um, but I find that there are a lot of guys that want you to plan it out. And it's like, no, I understand that we're both the prize. You know, both human beings are. <laughs> Uh-oh. But you got to put a little work in. So if you can't right. plan a date, I can't be with you. I make decisions for people on a daily basis. When I am in a relationship or when I'm dating, I don't want to make all the decisions there. Period. Especially small decisions like that. Man, I'm trying not to get frustrated, but why is it that these dudes make dating so difficult, especially and OK, it sounds like I'm being biased when I say that I don't think either one of us asks for too much, Kyla. I really think no. that as long as you're respectful and, you know, you all have those same equally yoked 
firm foundational things. Why is it so difficult? If I'm letting you know I'm interested, you said you're interested. Why? Why is it so hard in these streets? Exactly. Why? I think it boils just down to that it's not the right person. Because it shouldn't be difficult. And the men that we require, those are some requirements that we have of them. And if we meet a person that can't meet those requirements, they're just not the person. Now, if you have patience, you can kind of teach somebody to do that. But I'm 33. So by this age, either you got it or you don't. Ooh, okay. Case closure, Honor. <laughs> <laughs> that was just so nice and succinct. So what keeps you motivated to continue to date despite the horrible dating stories you may have heard or may have personally experienced? I think it's because I have a desire in my heart to be a wife and to be a mother one day. And mm. I visualize those things. I have them on my vision boards. Um, it's something that I actively speak because I have an intention to be those. And I don't think that God will put a desire on my heart like that if it wouldn't be fulfilled at some point. So I take it as if I date and it doesn't work out with a person, that's just one less mistake to make or one more lesson learned. And I can use that in whatever next scenario I have, whether it be with the person I'm supposed to be with or another learning lesson. I love it. So again, I mentioned earlier, waiters, that she's my friend on Facebook. And <laughs> by happenstance, there was this memory that posted and I'm going to read it. And I hope that you don't get offended that I'm reading it, but it says... <laughs> Oh gosh, I'm scared. <laughs> I said that I wasn't going to laugh hard, but here it goes. Got a meal and dodged a relationship. Oh. Praise hands emojis. Not oxtails, but hey, free is free. <laughs> yes. Uh, girl, I think that was like from like years ago. Like, yeah, it showed 2019. 2019? 2019. Oh, it looks like someone may have like made a comment that you commented back. But I bring that up to say, you mentioned you want to be a mom one day, you want to be a wife. And I hate to say it, but I know at least in college, everybody would, I would hear two different things. Don't worry about dating. You'll have time once you get your degree. Mm -hmm. And then others will say, oh, now is the time to go ahead and lock it down because once you graduate, you know, that's it. So what keeps you motivated to continue to dodge when necessary without thinking about, OK, I have this time clock since you mentioned your age. What how do you get out of that headspace? Because you're saying you, you can dodge and I'm still guilty of being like, no, I feel like I have to hold on, even though technically you're not meeting all of my necessities on my list, but I'm almost 30. So what keeps you encouraged to continue to run for us run? Yeah, I just feel like if something is not right and it's in your gut and it's telling you this person not the right one, you would be doing yourself and that other person a disservice to continue on. And I'm saying that because I literally just had to cut somebody off two weeks ago. And when you have to cut somebody off, honestly, their true colors show. And mm -hmm. it, it tells you, OK, this is why my gut was behaving like this, because this was the underlying person that was there that whole time that I probably would not have encountered until mm -hmm. maybe the first argument or the first, you know, whatever, you know, Um but Ooh, that's a know. good question. I just thought of something. OK, oh, what's up? Go ahead. So. What is your what is the attorney's way of cutting someone off? Can you give us like a nice succinct method mm. to know how to cut somebody off, regardless of it's a female doing it or a male? I think it's an art to it, but I think it boils <laughs> down to just being honest and mm -hmm. also 
knowing or trying to know how that person receives information. So mm-hmm. I'll give you the example that just happened to me two weeks ago. Please, please. Um, it was a young man, very nice man, very thoughtful, always planned out dates for me, gave me little mm-hmm. gifts. I love zebra cakes. He put together a gift package for me, dropped it off at my concierge and did it uh. like without telling her who it was. So we had to run back the video footage so I could look <laughs> and see who came to my building. And I was like, oh, it's him. Because she was like, mm-hmm. oh, it was a big guy that came. And I was like, ma'am, I only date big guys. So I don't know which one you're talking about. <laughs> um, so it was like a little spy investigation. So she she showed him. She was like, oh, yeah, that one. I was like, okay. So when you have a oh, person wow. that is very thoughtful and does things like that, it's kind of hard to cut him off. So mm. it was actually the day after we had gone on a date. He took me to the movies, got me some flowers, took me to an arcade after. Mm. And I just felt in my spirit, Kyla, you're not going to keep going on these dates and doing these things with him. And you know, when you know that it's not the right person. So I sent them a text. I said, hey, I want to talk to you about how we can continue moving forward. Um, would you like to text or would you like to talk? Because, you know, our generation can be either texters or talkers. It's I hate texting. Mm. Right. But I knew what was on my heart. I'm like, I got to figure out how to best do this. Right. So he was like, uh, well, I would just prefer to text. So I said, okay. So I sent them a text. Huh. And I was like, you know, hey, I just want to let you know, I don't think that you and I are a good pair. I'm just oh, not wow. feeling the spark right now. And I want to be honest with you on that. I've given it a good try. I'm just mm-hmm. not feeling it, but I really do want to be friends with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that friendship is very important. It's not right. just, oh, let's just be friends. No, if we're going to be friends, I'm still going to be hanging out with you. You know what I'm saying? We're just not going to have romantic anything. Right. Um, and I was like, and if you want to be friends, 100% cool with it. If you don't, I'm also 100% cool with that because I respect you. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of snapped on me, girl. He was like, oh, no. no, I feel like you should have told me way earlier. Mind you, we had only been talking for maybe a couple of months. Oh, um, yeah. That's not even the three month mark yet. So that's no. Yeah. Right. And we have not date multiple people. He knows that. You mm-hmm. know, if somebody ever asked me, I will tell them you're if I date multiple people. Um, so he was just like, no, I don't want to be friends with you. I think that you already did me a disservice by feeling this way and not telling me. For me, I'm the type of person that if I'm starting to feel a type of way, I want to think about my emotions first, see if they're valid, kind of work my way through it to understand why I'm feeling that way first before I bring it to somebody else. That's mature. Right. It could just be an off day sometimes or it could be I'm misreading a situation. So I want to make sure I come correct before I come to somebody else. Right. So it was just one of those things where it was kind of rude how he cut me off. But at the same time, I also understand because nobody wants to be rejected. You know, mm-hmm. yes. Um, but I also talked to one of my guy friends that I met on Bumble. We had met, we matched, and I told him I wanted to be friends. And I mm-hmm. was like, "What was it about you that wanted to go ahead and be friends with me, and you didn't reject me?" He was like, "I just think you're a cool person. We like the same stuff. I like you. I'm cool with us being friends." Mm-hmm. So I I, it's just hit or miss. But yeah, I think it's just you got to be direct and you got to put a little honey on the rejection. But you got to do what you got to do. I love that part about you asking him, do you prefer to text or talk? And I'm trying to get out of my head about texting. But to me, I used to be the type where I'll send those long messages. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, I'll keep it short and sweet. And then if we're going to be adults, let's have that conversation. Exactly. But something that you said about the gentleman who unfortunately didn't want to be your friend anymore, which sucks for him. You mentioned <laughs> oh, <you> how. <laughs> It sucks for you. Right. You probably could have helped him meet somebody else. Girl, he'll come back. But they I'll, always come back. Mm. And I'll decide at that time what I want to do with him. But they always come back. Oh, I think you already know. Block. 
<laughs> oh lord my block game boy but something that you also mentioned that he did was he brought you flowers he mm-hmm. made sure to think about planning the dates and to me i think that's great kyla i will say that that was the bare minimum okay let's talk exactly let's talk a little bit about that bare minimum because i'm still trying to figure out when it's no longer bare minimum it's more than that mm. so what have you found out for you, you would say is more than just the guy giving you the bare minimum. What are some things that our waiters should be looking out for so they'll know like, okay, well, they went above and beyond. Like you say, he brought you zebra cakes because he remembered that was something that you liked. I think it's that. It's listening, listening and really determining what a person's love language is. I believe in love languages. Mm-hmm. So we'll have that conversation at some point whenever I'm dating somebody. And Mm -hmm. if I see that they've listened to that conversation, my love languages are physical touch and words of affirmation. So if I see that they've listened to that information and they're putting it to use, that's above and beyond for me, because that shows a level of emotional intelligence and emotional maturity that some people just don't have. Or for people who don't find you valuable, they just won't extend that to you. Right. Um, And I mean, that's the main thing. I haven't been in a serious relationship now in probably over three years. What um, we got that in common? Okay. Yeah, but you know what? I'm just not willing to put a title on something that doesn't deserve a title yet. Ooh, we yeah. That's so good. like when you go through things and you know what you like and you don't like, you're not gonna just settle. I hope that you wouldn't settle. I know people who do settle because they want to be in love or a semblance of love, but I'm just mm-hmm. not willing to do that. But to answer your question, people who go and actually get to the root of who you are, pay attention to that and feed into that that root, feed into that spirit. this is like therapy thank you (laughs) (laughs) so also in addition to bare minimum situationships and you kind of already touched on that why do you think so many people at least in our age range are getting more comfortable with situationships rather than the real thing you and I both know that we want the real thing yeah but why does everybody else settle for that because I demand to not settle for just a situationship. I'm not about that life. Exactly. Okay. And I think you come from a very good example of somebody that's not settling. You know what I'm saying? You have two mm-hmm. loving parents. Um, and you also probably have other examples in your life, just like I do, of mm-hmm. really good marriages. And you mm-hmm. know, if God can do it for them, he can do it for you. You just might have to wait, you know? Um, I think people settle because they want to have somebody next to them. It feels Ooh. good when you're not going through this life alone. And sometimes people just will accept the piece, but they won't, they're not able to get the full cake. They just want to slice because they either believe they can't get the full cake or they just don't want to wait for it. And it's, we're not even going to sit up here and lie that waiting is easy because it's not. It's not. It's for the birds. Exactly. (laughs) But I mean, the people that I see that are in love, and of course you have things that you're going to have to overcome. Nobody's perfect, right? Right. The people that I know that have waited to receive their actual gift and both people treat each other like a gift is beautiful. And I know that I can have that one day. I know that I'm capable of giving it. Therefore, I know I'm also capable of receiving it as well. Come on now. You better. You better. Girl. All right, attorney. I have one more quote that you you have okay. on your Facebook. Okay. I'm scared. Okay. Don't be scared. Don't yes, be scared. You know I'm crazy. Okay. <laughs> you know what gives a woman comfort when a man is exactly who he says he is. He doesn't send a representative. 
He doesn't BS you. He keeps his word and he takes ownership of his faults. Mm -hmm. That's what we're accepting this year, period. Yep. And I speak on that. That is, I wrote that status after I dealt with a guy that had been telling me stuff, but had been acting differently. Ooh, speak on it. Oh, man. I'm just like, man. And I talked to my God brother about it. And he was like, listen to our actions. Period. I listen with my eyes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. But yeah, that's all that we're accepting. And it's, it's not fair. Like I said before, I'm not... I'm not requiring anything that I don't give. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. If I say I'm going to be somewhere, I'm going to be somewhere. And if I can't do those things, I'm also going to communicate that I can't. We're soul sisters. We sound just like me. We are. That that right there, attorney, is why. That right there is why. Because I don't understand. I don't get it. And I just don't know what else to do. I I just ask God... (laughs) Take the wheel, take the yeah. whole car. I love take it. Whole car. Yes. Take the whole car because I can't do it. I can't do it. So as we wrap up, I I have to ask because this again ties back into being a professional woman while navigating these streets. What advice would you give our single women waiters who want love but also want to advance in their career? Um that is a tough one, but that's the same thing that I'm doing right now. Um, I'm switching in my careers from just being uh, in litigation only, meaning that I'm always in court. I would like to switch into television because I enjoy being on Yes, court. I enjoy be- doing legal analyst work. I also enjoy just being silly on TV. My brother and I just got invited to do a TV show, which will air back in, in September. Uh, we're going to be on an episode of a show called Relative Justice. Ooh. I enjoy that because I want people to know that lawyers have personalities we're not just in a box um so for me my career is gonna come first until I find the right guy and that's why I date multiple people so that my attention isn't just all focused on one person at one time that does not deserve that attention and focus wow um so but my career is gonna come first I just relocated from Orlando to Atlanta People oh. ask me, oh, did you do you have a boyfriend in Atlanta? No, but if I did have a boyfriend in Atlanta, that would not be the reason why I moved there. I'm moving there because mm. of my career and what is on my heart to do. So I always say, put your career first until you find somebody that is willing to support you and your career. Period. Because then you're going to continue to excel if you have somebody that's supportive. But in, until then, do not put yourself on a back burner for anybody um, until the time comes when you know you guys are exclusive and that person is supportive of what you're doing in life. And that way, I don't think you can go wrong. I love it. Well, I am so excited for you and your brother. I'm so glad that I was able to snatch you up before you get all big and famous and change your phone number. Girl, no, my phone number going to be the same. Right. <laughs> And with that said, you all heard it right here from attorney Kyla Coleman. Thank you so much for gracing us with your energy. I'm going to speak life over you that within the next two years, you're going to be wiped up. Okay. With some kids. I'm going to speak life. I don't know about kids just yet for me. I could take a man, but until then, I'm going to take another trip and I might need to slide through Atlanta. Okay. (laughs) But thank you so much again for being a part of while we're waiting. 
Hey waiters, it's your favorite podcast host Z. Thanks for joining me again for another episode of While We're Waiting the Podcast. Hope you enjoyed my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving, as much as I did. Now that the turkey and dressing is out of the way, it's time to get back in these streets. I'm not talking about for exercise purposes though. I'm referring to the dating streets. I could not think of a better person to talk about her dating adventures than attorney, podcaster, YouTuber, and comedian, Kyla Coleman. In today's episode entitled The Art of Dating Online Edition, my soul sister lets us know why it's important to have boundaries and standards prior to clicking away. Also, why swiping left or right is necessary to find your perfect match. Waiters, I hope that this discussion not only makes you laugh, but keeps you encouraged if you're considering meeting people through the latest dating platforms. Please make sure you're safe and stay vigilant, though. I do not want to see you end up on the show, Catfish. Enjoy my phenomenal guest and, in my opinion, online dating expert, Attorney Coleman in the Art of Dating Online Edition. <laughs>